coming up. Several times a month, somebody that I've never met, never talked to, don't even have any mutual friends with, somebody on the opposite side of the world will tag me in something and be like, hey, look into this. For Vault Studios, I'm Will Johnson. You're listening to The Daily Crime. It's been over four years since Caitlin Dennison took a flight from Reno, Nevada to Midland, Texas with an unknown man. There have been no leads and no trace of Caitlin in that time. But now a new detective is on the case. We're kind of running down like the electronic side of things and to see if we can find a digital footprint of what happened to Caitlin. Caitlin's family is really trying to, you know, any information kind of consolidate that information and then kind of push it out to not only to Detective Alonzo, but to anybody who sees it. Because, you know, in something like this where we don't know hardly anything, any eyes on it can only help. I'm joined now by Jonathan Palasik, a reporter at News West 9 in West Texas. Jonathan, thanks for being here with us. We appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to be on with y'all. So we were going to talk about this case that Honestly, I I think we can agree we don't have a lot of details on. We'll get into what we do know. But this disappearance, Caitlin Dennison uh, disappeared back, it was over four years ago in 2018. Can you tell us what we know about her disappearance? Yeah. So, I mean, there's, like you you mentioned, there's just not a whole lot of details right now. Um, What we know so far is that uh, Caitlin Dennison, she's been missing since January 10th, 2018. So uh, as you mentioned, that's over four years ago. Um, She was reported missing when she flew from Reno, Nevada to to Midland. Uh, And, you know, it was at that point or a couple of days after she landed in Midland that her family lost contact with her. Uh, So that's that's kind of the the crux of, of everything um she when she was flying to midland she flew to midland with an unknown man we don't know who this man was or what her or what his relationship was to uh, uh caitlin dennison but that's kind of what we you know what her family knows at this point and kind of what the authorities know right now um so yeah she's you know there are some identifying features uh, you know, she's there's several. She has several piercings, you know, tattoos, everything like that. She, you know, blonde hair. She, although she did like to change her hair up quite a bit, but for the most part, her hair was was pretty much blonde. Um, so, I mean, as far as Caitlin goes, you know, she was very close with her family. You know, about 23, 24 years old, the oldest uh, in, of you know her and her siblings, a younger sister Rachel and a younger sibling uh, Nimbus, and so you know. Those two, you know, Caitlin and Rachel especially, uh, were, were incredibly close. But, you know, she was close with, 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 with both of her siblings. Um, and so, you know, they, it's, it's interesting because, you know, Rachel has been, you know, instrumental in trying to uh, get, you know, the word out about uh, Caitlin's case because it seems like, you know, there just hasn't necessarily been that much coverage on it. And they're, they're just looking for anything that can help because as we know, this was a cold case and, uh, Midland police picked it back up in November, 2021. Uh, and I, I got to speak with the detective who, who picked this case back up. And in fact, it was a YouTube video that sort of caught her eye too, right? But yeah, so this detective, uh, detective Jenny Alonzo here with the Midland police department, she saw that video, I believe back in November of 2021, 
and, you know, decided that she wanted to pick up this case. So the case came back to light in November of 2021 because a YouTuber had put her case online and I took on the case and believed that there was other avenues of approach that we had done back in 2018 that we could do follow-ups on. I believe along with, you know, some pushing from uh, Caitlin's family or uh, Rachel uh, to see if we can just get somebody back on this case. And so Detective Alonzo, one of the big things that she's wanting to do with this case that I don't believe really was explored a whole lot uh, when, you know, previous detectives were looking uh, into this case is trying to use Caitlin's digital footprint. You know, anything, whether it be the use of the use of the cell phone, computer, social media, anything where Caitlin's digital footprint could leave a mark, they're trying to search for that uh, to potentially help locate her, whether it be current location, you know, a more recent, last known location, things like that. The good news is, and I know family and friends are relieved that they now have a detective who is focused on Caitlin's case and what the heck could have happened to her. I mean, taking a flight from one city in Nevada to Texas, not a, a huge, huge distance, and then just disappearing after that. It just seems so odd. No, it, de- it definitely seems a, a little bit strange. But, you know, as you mentioned, you know, getting a detective on this case, too, is, you know, really wants to go about solving it and is really trying to to help this family. That's one thing that when I spoke to uh, Rachel Nimbus and Emily um, this past week, they were so incredibly appreciative that they had a detective coming back to take this case on, you know, really try and look into it and help them figure out what happened to Caitlin. And not only that, but they're incredibly appreciative that this is a detective in Detective Alonzo that is really being in constant communication with them about, you know, kind of what's going on. I think that was kind of an issue they had with, you know, previous investigations into uh, uh, into this case is that, you know, the communication, I don't think, was was as constant as, you know, it seems to be with Detective Alonzo. And uh, they're, like I said, it's, it's, it seems to be a, according to uh, Caitlin's family, it seems to be a constant back and forth almost daily, uh, whether it be by email, phone, or what have you, uh, back and forth. I am just really thankful that we are finally able to communicate with someone who really does want to listen to us and keep us in the loop and do everything that can and um that are so willing to retrace steps that we thought were missed and then jonathan i know one of them mentioned that they actually hear quite a bit from people all over the place with potential clues or tips or evidence about caitlin's whereabouts who knows how helpful some of that is but she mentioned just the fact that she hears from people is uh heartening Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, one of the biggest things that they have is a, you know, a Facebook page um, that, you know, they're constantly posting to this page, you know, any updates that that they may have uh, or that they've been given or that the detective is giving them, you know, just constantly providing updates. And anybody who has, you know, any sort of tip, no matter how big or how small it is, they can reach out to this Facebook page, which is, it's it's Find Caitlin Dennison uh, on Facebook. And, you know, people are able to, to you know, with, in, like I said, any tips, 
reach out to this page and, you know, they'll get a quick response from uh, either Emily or Rachel. I believe it's Emily, the close personal friend of uh, Rachel and Caitlin. Um, I believe they, those two in particular kind of run this page and, you know, they pass along anything that any tips that they get to detective Alonzo, because, you know, they're trying to get to the bottom of this just as quickly as detective Alonzo is. I mean, it's, it's their sister. It's their, it's their close friend. Jonathan Plasic at News West nine in Texas. Thanks so much for talking to us about this case. I hope we hear some more information soon as I'm sure family and friends do about the whereabouts and what might've happened to Caitlin Dennison. Thanks again. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. And hopefully, you know, we hear something about this pretty quick. Thanks for listening to The Daily Crime. Be sure to check out our weekly show, True Crime Chronicles, available wherever you listen to podcasts. For Vault Studios, I'm Will Johnson.